College football playoffs just expanded. A five plus seven model, which gets us to 12 teams. And now, now 48 hours later, 72 hours later, whatever it is, already in talks to expand it again. And maybe we're going to have a 14 plus team model headed our way. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons with you. You can find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Before we get into college football, though, please, let's have this conversation a little behind the curtain because we, we, you know, we're both working from home. Our studios are in are in our homes. And I came back. I mean, I cut it real close and I've never been late for a segment, but I was real close to being late for this segment for the first time ever. And it's because of my husband and I came back to the mic and I said, my husband is like a frat boy. And you guys said, what does that mean? And I proceeded to say something about sheets. And then you informed me that my husband is in fact a man. So what just happened to me on a commercial break? And you can tell me, you can tell me if this is exclusive. Oh, come on. Unload. Vent, please. I think he might be married to. By the way, he's not a frat boy. It was never a frat boy, but I swear he lives like one. Uh, Or if this is just mankind, but I am, he's texting with me during the show because I stripped the bed earlier because I'm washing the sheets, right? And I'm kind enough to wash all the sheets and wash the blanket that he likes to wrap himself in. While working. Night. While working. While working. Okay. So I'm doing this. So then he texts me at like 830 when we're on air and he's like, how am I supposed to go to bed? I'm like, well, first of all, you're not supposed to go to bed at 830 at night because, you know, we're adults. But then second of all, like I, I okay like they're in the dryer man like go go do something about it you got it like i'm on air you know and so of course of course he doesn't so i get off air on the commercial break i'm like yo did you like i walk in the bedroom the sheet bed's still not made please like, say you said yo oh well they're in the dryer okay yeah but they're done like then we now put them on the bed so i bring them into the bedroom i say this is a fitted sheet it goes first on the bed. You all right, know, hold on. Whoa, stop, stop. Time out, time out. All right, now, now we're in the first quarter of Mankind, right? So let's just stop right there. We're going to go in, in, in segments here. And to hell with that college football expansion conversation. <laughs> Phone lines are now open at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is Amber, as a beautiful working wife, dealing with what most people deal with? With stinky boys and stinky men, because I, I I get it now. Look, I I if he doesn't know what a fitted sheet is, damn, he does. Okay. I was being facetious. Okay, but now, I'm like, we gotta I'm, come. Sorry, we gotta come. I don't exaggerate here. I want full. Tr- I want full so, truth. So he we goes, need the facts. He says, he says Thank you, me, Ryan Matlack. He says to me, "Well, the fairy normally does that because he acts like there's this fairy that floats around our house just doing okay, stuff." Okay, now we got problems. Like, That's a good line. He's Hold always on like, "I don't know how this got to the, the fairy uh, does." Probably, that, that, so good. Me so angry, it infuriates me. Yeah. It infuriates <laughs> me every time, which is why he Great does it because he thinks though. it's hilarious. Wow. So he's like, he's like, "Well, the fairy normally does this for me, so I don't have to do this." Golfers clap for your husband. There we go. I'm doing sheets on a commercial break because, because this is my big fear because I know, I know my husband and I know that if I don't get the sheets and put them on the bed, that that man will just get into bed and sleep on a bed without sheets. Like he will okay, have zero that's where problem I'm going. with that. And when I get off air, I will have a huge problem then getting into a bed without sheets, but he'll be totally fine with that, which I find to be disgusting on that, so many that, levels. That's where I was going to go with this because we are just remarkably stinky humans mankind we are i mean we men are 
Yeah, men kind. When, 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 when it comes to sleeping, like, for instance, I just came off a college visit, you know, to Auburn and Alabama with my oldest daughter, Rowan. Get home, and, you know, I'm, we're, I'm, I'm wired. I mean, adrenaline's going, and, it, you know, my wife's going to bed. When I was doing the show with Freddie Coleman, a lot of times, after all my surgeries on my right foot, the hospital bed is still in the studio. I mean, you've seen it. It's right mm-hmm. behind me. So... If it, if it gets late, I'm not going to wake my wife up. I'll just crash in here. Your TV's on, you know, whatever, and you, you, you rack out. Right. When we got home, there was no pillowcase on Ugh. on the pillows. Uh-huh. I don't care. I don't, she's like, do you not want a pillowcase in here? I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh. Why? Well, what, it's I mean, not what, just what, him. She's like, <laughs> but you need a pillowcase. Why do I need a pillowcase? That's so pillow. unnecessary. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm they're, good. They're so beyond necessary. They're like the most necessary thing ever because they're the only part <laughs> of said. the pillow that you wash routinely. So they are so Because of drool or whatever, necessary. the snot factor. I get it. I, whatever. Just get a new pillow. But my, my point husband, is your husband in that particular moment of going, can I? In his mind, there's zero doubt. And t- if I dare to find one guy to phone in right now. At 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I promise you, you won't find one that say, you know what? If I'm exhausted, do I need sheets on the bed? I don't. Do. I, th- I think there are some men Give out Give me the comforter. That would be, I'm good. That would be pretty Let's adamant the about having the sheets on J- the bed. I, I, James Steele, uh, go. Well, not in this crew. <laughs> I, I would need sheets, yeah. I can't. Would you? Yeah, oh, I, look at you. What? I, I, I think I, think I just um, found a newfound respect for you, I'm, I'm a... I have to have like sheets and a blanket, and I have to be under covers, or else I don't sleep oh, well. The, the, the comfort really the covers are a given, though. but the stinky boy in me, I'm like, man, I'm good. Pillowcase, sheets, no, just give yeah, me my, a blanket, husband, and I'm going to bed. My husband would have grabbed a blanket, to be clear, but he would yeah. have just grabbed a blanket. He would have just been like, all right, I'll just grab an extra blanket out of the closet, and I'll just keep it moving. I'll just wrap this puppy around me. I'll be good to go. I don't need anything else. Do you sleep with a top sheet, James? Because also that's a thing with men that I, I've noticed over I, the not, years. What's a, like you, you have the blanket and then the sheet underneath the What the hell's the a top sheet? Yes. A yeah, top yeah. sheet oh, is, yeah, is the sheet my, my as kids, opposed to the fitted sheet that's under you. The top yeah, the sheet goes sheet on, on uh, top uh, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do do that. My kids. That's a cherry on top my, for me. I don't My daughters it. kick that thing to the bottom of their bed. It drives me insane. Do. I don't know, See, I don't know like how every, they sleep like that. Every dude do I've dated doesn't need the top sheet, and I do not understand that. Don't that care seems for like it. a dude thing to me. That like That's dudes a- are just like, oh, I'll just use the blanket. But again, blankets tend to not get as uh, washed as often, so the top sheet feels a little bit more necessary. One hundred percent a luxury. The top sheet. Matt Lack, go. Yeah, give me a rock and a bear skin. I'm all set. Huddle up in the cave. I'm with you. I'm ready to rock. All you need is a blanket and a mattress, right? And you're Mm -hmm. good? Yep. No. Uh, uh, Yeah. The mattress is Mother Earth sometimes. I have never never seen Amber this frustrated coming back into a segment than she was nine minutes ago. Because I also didn't have time because our, our obviously our commercial breaks are short. So I definitely did not have time to put all the pillowcases on the pillows. And I said to him as oh, I dear walked God. out, I said, I said, put the, put the rest oh, of the pillowcases no. on the pillows. And he said, yeah, okay. We have so many pillows. <laughs> and he laughed like I was kidding. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm 
Because he, look, you need it. Basically, what he told you was, you can put your pillowcase on your pillow, but I don't need one, so I'm good. I also have like 400 pillows on this bed. You know, we, uh, yeah. we're in one of those situations. So I will, I will admit, that Same is though, a little sick. I have a lot of pillows on. I like to sleep with a lot of pillows. Oh, no, too many pillows. One and a half is enough. A- Amber, one and a half. what I need to know before we get what to one of the best head coaches in college basketball. I'm so. curious about Matt Lack's sleeping arrangements. Continue, Ian, sir. What I need to know is, have you learned anything that has made you feel better about your husband being just a filthy, stinky yeah. man? Because most of us are like that. A little bit. I, I, I think... I don't know. I was, I was like, I guess maybe in my dating life, I was like a naive to this thing and was. You had offspring with this man, right? And I was thinking that when I met him and settled down with him and started deciding to build a life with him, that it was an unusually bad choice in this particular area. (laughs) (laughs) But I've come to find out. That no, this is just men. They're all bad choices in this particular area. Yeah, men. All right. All right, men. Unfortunately for me, I am a big fan of you people. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, one of the best college basketball coaches in the entire nation. He's a man. Uh, I don't know if he sleeps with sheets or not, but in the entire nation, he joins us. We're probably going to keep it professional and not ask him. That is next here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com huge win for creighton over topped rank yukon 85 to 66 on tuesday night amber and ian is presented by progressive insurance let's bring in the man most responsible for that victory greg mcdermott creighton head coach joining us and coach thanks so much for your time the blue jays coach gave you your 600th career win with that one how much does that mean to you well, obviously it was a special night. We, we had never defeated a number one team in the country in the history of our institution. So it was nice to check that box and, and, and you know, to, to hit a milestone myself on that night. Not something we as coaches think about, but, you know, you, you hope that it's a game maybe you'll remember, and I'll, I certainly will never forget that one. You know, Coach Mack, I know you have a 24-hour rule, and we're 48 hours removed, but as you mentioned in post game, it was historic. I mean, you beat number one for the first time in, in – in your program's history. So if you can put into perspective, what does a win like that do, not for the, for the, for the entire program, but for this particular group going forward? Yeah. You know, I, I, I felt like we've been, been playing better the last, you know, 
month especially. Um, and, you know, I, I think it validates some of their hard work and some of the some of the things we've been doing with our preparation. Um, you know, UConn's a very difficult team to stop. They have an elite offense, and they're a very difficult team to score against. And, uh, you know, we were able to, to put both ends together uh, on that night. And, you know, as you move closer to March in the Big East tournament, the NCAA tournament, a win like that just gives you a lot of confidence uh, because, you know, we, we, we were able to defeat a team that we have tremendous respect for and, a, you know, a team that's got a chance to win a national championship. And a team that gets a whole lot of attention uh, from the media like us, obviously, Coach. So I heard you after the game. You said, you know, we're pretty good, too. Is it somewhat of a relief to make a statement against a team like that in the month of February and be like, hey, guys, we're, we're over here, too. We're excellent. Don't sleep on us. Yeah, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, UConn won 14 in a row. So, you know, they, they were playing great basketball. But, you know, it, it was a top 15 matchup, but, you know, most people were only talking about one of the teams. And, you know, there's a reason we're 15th in the country. We've, we, we played a really good non-conference schedule. We went on the road a bunch. Uh, you know, we dropped a couple and, and you know, had to, had to figure some things out uh, in November, December, certainly. Uh, but, you know, we've kind of hit our stride as of late, and and uh, you know, a win like that in front of the crowd—it was one of the better better environments I've ever been part of. Um, you know, it's great for our institution, it's great for our fan base, and and great for our community. Now you got to get you guys back down to earth, and then you know, and and, and 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 continue to push forward. How do you do that? Yeah, we watched St. John's film today, and you know, as you watch clips from the last time we played them, our our guys. Uh, we're quickly reminded that you know we were down nine in that game with about eight minutes to go, and and you know St. John's had the lead inside the last minute and a half. Um, so you know it was a it was a heck of a basketball game, and we we were fortunate to win it at the at the end. And um, you know they have a great roster. Obviously, Coach Patino is is you know a, a legendary coach and does a tremendous job. And they're playing in the garden, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna get their best shot, and uh, you know we'd like to keep this momentum going and. I'm confident that our that our guys will get refocused and you know we'll give a heck of an effort on Sunday. Creighton head coach Greg McDermott joining us here on Amber and Ian. Uh, coach, you mentioned mm-hmm. that raucous crowd against UConn. It was a dominant win by you guys. So the students were already preparing to storm the court a few minutes before they even did. And then, of course, they do storm the court. Is it terrifying when a court is being stormed? Because it looks terrifying to me. Are you scared? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I joked with the uh, the, uh, the gentleman that kind of runs the arena. He had, he had some yellow rope out when I was leaving uh, uh, shoot around. I'm like, well, that's that's confidence. You know, I appreciate your confidence, <laughs> but uh, but you know, our, our our arena and our you know our event staff uh, did a did a phenomenal job making sure that the players were protected. Both our you know some of our guys obviously spilled into the. Uh, into the fun, but to make sure that UConn got off the floor without an incident and that, you know, nobody was run over. So, you know, we, we, we don't have court storms very often at our place, mostly because we're usually pretty good. And I think the last one was when we, when we want to share the Big East uh, title in 2020. Um, so our, our, our students don't get to do it a lot. So, you know, they really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a fun night and, you know, one that they'll never forget. Hey, there's no doubt about it. Greg McDermott, head coach of the Creighton Blue Jays, joining us here on Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio. What is your most enjoyable part of coaching this particular team? I think it's probably, and probably, you know, they're so selfless. And um, they do an unbelievable job of celebrating their teammates' success. And, you know, that's just that's fun to see. Uh, you know, they 
Uh, they rally around a guy uh, if he has a you know makes a bad play or has a tough game, uh, and then they they celebrate each other you know so well. And that you know in this day and age of of you know what have you done for me lately and and uh, you know guys wanting to get their numbers, you know that doesn't really exist in our program right now. And it's it's a credit to the young young guys that I have the great fortune of coaching every single day. But that that's that's been the thing that's been the most enjoyable for me. You know we. We've had some practices that are better than others over the course of the 80-some practices we've had, but we haven't had a bad practice, and we haven't had a bad practice because of the leadership uh, and the cohesiveness of this group. And that goes a long way. And, Coach, as we turn you loose, we greatly appreciate your time here on ESPN Radio. After a big win like that over over the top-ranked team in the country, how quickly do you go from, man, hell of a win, Coach, to you get home and Miss Teresa's going, hey, take out the trash, Coach? Yeah, no, yeah, you 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 uh you get back to reality in a hurry and then, you know, then you look at your schedule and you understand you got, you know, coach Patino and St. John's waiting for you. So, you know, you watch it, you evaluate it. Um, you know, we watch some film with the guys from, you know, the things we did well against you kind of the things that we did and then you you turn the page to the next game and I think your your ability to kind of, you know, stand the moment and take one game at a time this time of the year I think is really really important. Well, you're certainly well on your way to doing that. Creighton head coach Greg McDermott joining us here. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you. Always always great to talk to you. You too, Coach. We appreciate your time, and that was a heck of a win. Greg McDermott, head coach at the Creighton Blue Jays, joining us here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And on the heels of last night where we had not one, not two, not three, but four unranked teams take down top 25 teams. And that, and, and that's not including – and then you also throw in Bama beating, you know, Florida in overtime, extending their SEC winning streak to 16 straight games at home. The, the game of college basketball right now, Amber, is so wide open. And I do mean wide open where, uh, you know, and, and look, we were talking to Seth Greenberg last night where – UConn, if, if UConn fans want to make an excuse, right, that it was their fourth game in what, like 11 days, whatever it was, man, to hell with that. I, I, I get it. There was fatigue. You got to play what's on your schedule. Give Creighton full-on credit, and they beat the ever loving snot out of the con. And McDermott's boys, I mean, they are – There's a it's a veteran group that play really well, and people don't understand and don't realize that's a top 15 team. And when you're talking about filling out your brackets come championship week going into the tournament, Amber, good luck because it is, when I say wide open, I do mean wide open this year. Has this been a record for top 10 upsets? I mean, they just keep happening over and over and over again this season. We've had multiple top 10 upsets some weeks. So it's not surprising, frankly, to see a very good UConn team, a number one ranked UConn team, manhandled even in this way this season that's why it's not surprising to me it hasn't felt like there's anybody particularly dominant I mean I know that we've had some analysts on they'll say, say two oh, UConn, or they'll say Purdue that's right? it Obviously that, that's Houston's it that's there. a list that's a but list it, it feels like to me just on any given day though this particular season that even those two it, what McDermott squad did against UConn. I mean, they held them to a season low in threes. That defense was stifling. You saw they were up to what a twenty-point lead at one point. I mean, it, yeah. it really was a game of dominance there from Creighton. And I think I think I think Purdue had a bit of a letdown against Ohio State. You know, Ohio State's Chris Holtman gets fired. You know, and, and right. for college players, maybe mentally you're not as in tune. And then Purdue, it, you know, 
tonight playing Rutgers, 96-68. It was like, oh, really? Okay, we had a down night against Ohio State. Here we go. And they, and they are, bam, right back. So, and Houston, by the way, you bring up the Cougars. Now, that, that, that's an in- interesting one because I firmly believe if you can play multiple styles, meaning I think Houston is a team that can win 80-85 to 85 or in a rock fight, 48-40. to 40. Because of the way they play defense, and they will die for every loose ball, and they will take an elbow to the to the to the chin, and they don't care; they'll smile at you. So, your point about Houston, well taken. But I do believe that this damn thing is wide open, and I can't wait to watch it unfold, especially when championship week comes around. Yeah, I mean, we've still got another week before the month of March even happens, and I guess when you do see the teams, and even if it's just an off night, like you said, from Purdue, as it seemed like maybe it was, and maybe that's what we saw from UConn, but even an off night, even a stumbling-type performance leaves you to believe when you roll into March that they can stumble in a one-and-done scenario in the tournament, right? Even these monsters can't. There is nobody that's untouchable this season as we roll into a tournament month. And, I mean, that's madness. That's, that, is mad, that is the definition of March By the way, madness. I'm very proud of us for being so serious after our conversation about your husband not wanting to make the bed. So, I mean, well, we, I'm, I'm, we, 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 we did. We, we did. We had Coach joining us, and I'm very proud of us. Yeah, I, I am too. Every once in a while, we show <laughs> a semblance, a shred of professionalism. Coming up next year on ESPN Rated, we'll try to do that, but also we'll find out what is – not a big deal, and what is, in fact, a big deal. Have you know, Ian, that we have had several men tweet to us. You can find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me at Amber W Sports. That we have had several men tweet to us and claim that they need sheets, that they are not Neanderthals, that they, in fact, like sheets and blankets and all the sheets you're supposed to, and pillowcases. Yeah. Well, a, well, I mean, one of these people is very specific. A bedspread cover with three pillowcases, a flanette, a flanette little. I don't even know what that is. Flanette little. A top sheet, a fitted sheet. Uh, I mean, this dude, he's got some things going on. A mini pillow he has, a, a couple regular pillows and a mini pillow. See, some men take pride that in dude is high maintenance. not sleeping on a straight mattress. <laughs> if, if you are just tuning in, Amber's husband was – basically going, uh, the bed's not made, and the sheets were in the dryer. Dry, right? But he did not make the bed because he was pretty much comfortable with, uh, I don't need sheets. I mean, I'm just wondering if if you want them. And uh, I told the story how I came back off college visits with my daughter, and it was late, and I'm watching games, and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to sleep here in the studio. And she goes, my wife says, well, you don't have a pillowcase. I don't don't care. I'm good. We're just stinky men, most of us, mm-hmm. but there are exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Now, w- would I have made the bed for you, Amber, while you're still working? Absolutely. You're the type of man who would have done that. Yeah. My I'm terif- husband's like, I don't know, we're, they're, they're in the dryer. I'm, I'm like, well, you can get them out of the dryer. You know, I'm But t- you seem like you're scared of your wife enough. or you Terrified, 100%. <laughs> so I would have been marching in step with my children to go make every bed in the house, right? So not just my own, but girls, are yours meticulous, and boom, done. You know, like not a crease of, uh, to be seen. But when it comes to me and, and my focus group of one, when she walked in here on Sunday, you want a pillowcase? No, I'm good. I don't <laughs> care. And the look That's of so disgust bizarre. that she had was yes. like, oh, my God, you are such a stinky boy. And, yes, I am. There you yeah, go. My, my husband would have just 
grabbed a blanket out of the closet. That's and it. Just, that's it. Just laid down. He would have been that's like, what I did. cool. And then if he had fallen asleep before I get off air, which it could happen because he was very sick yesterday. So that's where the fear was coming in my mind as we were on air. I'm like, oh, no, this man is going to get into bed and he's just going to pass out. And then I am going to be in a situation because how do I put a fitted sheet on a bed <laughs> when there is a 200-pound man in the bed? Uh, so that was the situation. We circumvented the situation. I found a commercial break. The, the bed sheets are, are on the bed. Let's he get to big deal. It. He did not do it. Well, he helped me a little bit, but by force. Uh, let's get to big deal, not a big deal. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Big deal. Matt Lack is focused on, like, uh, it's still on. That was a really insensitive toss by Amber. (laughs) It was blah, 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 blah. I may or may not have seen a bet lose, and then all of a sudden it's time for It's making headlines. (laughs) Extra, extra, read all about it. But... Is it a big deal or not a big deal with Amber and Ian? Matlock would have already had that time ready to go had Matlock not lost a bet. Used a pillowcase last night. It's making head. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he too hates partaking in the normal joys. Listen, there's, of there's lots of hockey on in the studio tonight, so we might be a little bit distracted every Stop once in giving a while. up goals, oh, Lightning. Yeah, yeah. Lightning the cap, the caps just went up four three right now. Blowing it right now. Four fifty nine to go on the third. Won, though four to one, so that's good. The Blue Jackets Goodness. never win, so move on. There we go. Yeah, well, Last night. listen, you picked the wrong team, man. Uh, so I mean, what better fact. place to start a segment than to talk about uh, the Chiefs uh, after winning, uh, of course, that, uh, the second Super Bowl in a row? Travis uh, Kelsey right. uh, flew to Australia to be with Taylor Swift, who is. Um, doing some shows down there, and uh, they were spotted at the Sydney Zoo uh, on Thursday. Big deal, not a big deal, Amber. This is not a big deal because, correct me if I'm wrong, James, since you are a resident Chiefs fan, but wasn't Taylor Swift spotted at the Sydney Zoo like three days ago by herself before Travis Kelsey even joined her? Yeah, I think she was just like checking it out to make sure it was a fun place. Yeah, it's a scouting trip. (laughs) Scouting trip to see if it would be an appropriate place to take her boyfriend. Uh, Yeah, this is not a big deal, Ian. I'm going to go big deal because because only because she was there and apparently loved it and said, you know what, I'm going to take my bow to see this panda or whatever it was that she really loved. So you know what, it shows that they are not just a made for TV type couple. She enjoyed the zoo and brought Big Travis down there and said, look. 
Come look at what I enjoyed. I want to experience it with you. I think it's kind of precious. Are we I'm still going losing big all deal. the pandas? Are we still losing all the pandas in this country? No, China just sent she... two to the San Diego Zoo. Oh, good. Did you see? Right, it, I'm, not, like, I'm not about to say anything about China. Look at the pictures. <laughs> They're so real, cute. But... They're so cute walking yeah, around the zoo oh, together. Oh, 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 the right. Tra- okay, got it. You're talking about not the pandas, but Travis. I don't care about the pandas. I don't care about the best tight end ever. That um, is love if you're willing to go back to the place that you were just at and just saw. See? That's love. Thank you. She was um, like, you didn't get to experience this. This is a world-famous cool zoo. zoo. I'm going to go. This is real love. They're, you're those you're those saying not kids. a big deal, but I'm hearing it's a big deal. All right. The Seattle Seahawks have restructured the contract of quarterback Geno Smith, converting his $9.6 million roster bonus into a signing bonus and creating $4.8 million in 2024 salary cap space, a source told ESPN's Field Yates, our good friend Field, on Thursday. The restructure will spread the $9.6 million evenly over the next two seasons, while his cap hit will drop from 31 to $26 million. His 2025 cap hit escalates to $38.5 million, however. Ian, big deal, a lot of big deal that the Seahawks are moving some money around with Geno's contract. Where did Field Yates announce last night where my brother just signed? Uh, right, right here on this show? Uh, yeah, Seattle. Yeah, big yeah. deal. To me, yeah, my focus group of one. That is a not just a big deal, a massive deal to retain your quarterback in Seattle. So there you go. All right. Sorry, Fitz, uh, who is Ian's brother, but this <laughs> is not a big deal. This is not a big deal at all. Uh, it's not a big deal because it makes sense that they were going to do this, but the restructuring of the contract, all it means is that they're saving cap room. Geno Smith bringing, still gets bringing his up money, the cap space. So you got to bring in some weapons. Right. Right. Come on, just big bringing, deal. It's, I mean, it's four point eight million. What are you bringing I don't in? Care. Four point eight million. Uh, hardly anything. You're bringing in some bodies, is what you're bringing in. So it's not a big deal. But good for Geno Smith. It's nice that that he's still going to stay there in in Seattle, and and he's still going to make the money that was coming his way. But overall, not, not a huge deal. Uh, other than blast. other than Fitzsimmons' brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty dismissive. Uh, it was well, extraordinarily dismissive. So like her husband not wanting to make a bed. <laughs> she just she just threw with I'm men in the mood today. Tonight. Yeah. Completely just I mean, said, you know what? If Ian's little brother, sorry to hear about it. Uh, Detroit Pistons <laughs> center Isaiah Stewart has been suspended three games by the NBA for punching Phoenix Suns center Drew Eubanks at the arena hours before the teams played on February 14th. Showing him some love on Valentine's Day, right? Uh, following the incident, Stewart was arrested by Phoenix police, issued a citation, and released. The misdemeanor assault charge against Stewart has been dismissed by the Phoenix Municipal Court, according to a filing obtained by ESPN. Uh, Amber, big deal, not a big deal that uh, Isaiah Stewart suspended three games. For not a big deal punching. that he was suspended three games. Uh, I don't know why it took so long for the NBA. I guess they were waiting for the legal stuff to be concluded before they went ahead and issued their own suspension. That's normal. That's pretty, pretty a standard protocol there, but it's not a big deal that it's a three game suspension. I mean, I'm surprised, frankly, it's only three games. What is a big deal is that all the chargers were dropped against him because I discussed it before Ian on this show. I discussed it with Matt Jones. You were out. I had Matt filling in and Matt, is a lawyer as well as me. And we were joking about how this is like a perfect law school professor torts scenario where you're talking about the culpability, the liability of the, of the perpetrator here because it's in sports and they're opposing each other. They're opposing players, but it's in the hall. So it's not during the course of the game and you wouldn't be expecting it and yada, yada. So Really, this could have amounted to real trouble, legally speaking, and it doesn't here. It, it 
that all getting dismissed, that part's the bigger deal than the suspension by the NBA. I'm so glad I missed that conversation between the two attorneys. It was super It was fun. Look at James. Look at James going, you have no idea. You would have loved to have been at Hamilton's having shrimp and grits with me, right? It was assumption of the risk conversation. Uh, It's so good. On a college visit with my daughter, you would have been like, please let me go and I'll be dad to a teenage girl right now. I will have you two know that I had other lawyers tweeting me saying that they enjoyed the conversation so much. James, my my reaction to James going, Ian, you have no earthly idea. (laughs) He's rubbing his forehead. When James does the the double pullback on his hair and then Mm -hmm. the double pull on that majestic beard, beard, that's when you know it was rough. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there we go. To me, he plays for the Pistons. Not a big deal. There we go. Move on. Uh, Austin Matthews scored his 50th goal of the season Wednesday night in the Maple Leafs. Stars' hometown return, becoming the fastest NHL player, player to reach that mark in 28 years. It's the 54th game of the season. Matthew scored uh, 5-1 into the game on a power play to give Toronto a 2-0 lead over the Coyotes at Mullen Arena, which why didn't I know it was called Mullen Arena? That's great. Uh, he had his 51st, giving him 350 career goals in 535 career games. Ian, big deal, not a big deal that uh, Matthews is at 51 goals already. Where was he born? Arizona. Born actually California, but yeah, yeah raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. Had his American born right there, American bred, and doing things in Canada that have ne- we have not seen in forever. Yes, that's a de- that's not a big deal. That's an enormous deal. Austin Taylor Matthews, keep doing your thing, man, and please join us on the show anytime. Take that, Canada, and Ryan Matlack. You don't have to grow up in snow in order to be able to play hockey. That's what we're learning from, from this guy who just scored 21 goals in his last 18 games. He is absolutely unstoppable. All you need is an ice rink. You don't actually need snow and cold. Give a Florida, sheet of ice. Let Florida it go. needs to get, get on board with that a little bit more. We've got good hockey teams down here, but in terms of actually breeding hockey players, not our strength down here in the Sunshine State. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that he's the fastest since Mario Lemieux. Who scored 50 in the first wow. 50. Wow, that was big of you, James. This isn't easy for him, everybody. I'd be remiss if that. Mentioning if a penguin mention is slighted in some yeah. way. I feel like, you, no, you no, can't, no. You can't just, just let. A, that's, great, that's great company to be in. It is. I'm just saying. It's Austin tremendous Matthews company. Matthews and Mario Lemieux. I mean, who else would you rather be in company with? Nobody. Mm-hmm. The greatest hockey player are of all time, Are we done with Mario this, Lemieux. or are you going to try to throw Dude. in like another Oh, sorry. Cheese? The 45 seconds of hockey talk too much for you, Amber? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was that. James, don't don't let me have disdain for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I respect that franchise, and Amber hates the Chiefs because of you. Don't do that to me. I know that you've eliminated my Blue Jackets not once but twice in the playoffs. Just invoking Lemieux's name and Austin Matthews' historic night. Come on, dude. Come on. If we let him talk hockey more, saying that. It's the first time since Lemieux. It's the fastest since Lemieux. And if Lemieux played for the Edmonton Oilers, would you, would you have done it? I, if he would have scored 50 and 50, yeah. No, you wouldn't. I'm just, you know what? I'm just proud of James that he's oh. rooting for the hockey team that's actually from where he's from, unlike all of his other sports allegiances. That's not true. Goodness knows, I don't even think you've ever been to Kansas City. I haven't. I should change that. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I've never been there. He's never been to Kansas City. He's just I'm a poor. raging Chiefs fan. He's a front runner. This guy coming up Okay, next okay. On Amber I'm a pirate fan. 
There's no such thing as a front runner if you're a Pittsburgh. It's a Pirate hard fan. life. That is a hard life. It's like being a Blue Jackets fan. The Pirates right, we were will... sacrificed for the the successes of the Chiefs and Penguins. We've gone off the rails. We I don't will know find what's out happening. plenty more about James's hard life that is coming up next year on ESPN Radio. Those aren't pillows. Ah! Along here on Amber and Ian. Amber and Ian presented by Progressive Insurance. You can find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. We did have that guy uh, who was tweeting to us about using all the fancy sheets that he uses. He said that a flannelette, I think that's what it's called, a flannelette is a top sheet that's heavier than a normal sheet, and it's used in extremely cold, harsh climates. So there you go. That's enough from that guy. Some men even go as far as a flannelette. That's too much. That's basically a blanket. That sounds like another blanket. Well, if he does are, say that he lives he lives somewhere that can get up to negative uh, 50 degrees Celsius. So Sounds great for the igloo, but otherwise. If you are just tuning in, Amber, about 50 minutes ago, went to make the bed, and her husband was under the weather yesterday, and he was willing just to sleep on the bed without sheets, and told him, the sheets are dry in the dryer. Just go put them on the bed, and he basically told her, no. A fairy normally does that, and then all hell all broke right. loose on the show. So there you go. And he's no longer with us. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> Do not call the cops in Sarasota, Florida, right? Because I'm kidding. There's a body to be sleeping. disposed of. He's laying, right? He's, he's laying soundly on his sheets on the bed that I, that I helped him put on there. <laughs> All right. Hold Closing on. ceremonies I got, here. I got a question for you guys. Come on. Do you ever just go to Baseball Reference and look up Barry Bond stats? No, this is a fascinating story that you were telling us about an hour and a half ago during a break, and this is a, a sick, sick, sick thing that you are doing. But go ahead. You're, you're in some text group. Don't need to get into the names and everything else, but why, why are you looking at random Barry Bond stats? I don't know. It's mostly the text uh, group is mostly wrestling because that's what, that's what we talk so about. So it's wrestling and Barry Bond Well, stats. I mean, sometimes it's Barry Bond stats. And today uh, there was a uh, one of the guys sent a tweet um, to us, and it said that Barry Bonds remains 18 intentional walks ahead of the Rays as a as a franchise. I mean, that is ridiculous. Okay, that is impressive. That is it's incredible. Ridiculous. That's a like, great really is. Friday is afternoon happy hour, and you're walking in right now. James Steele just gave you the ultimate man done. I will buy everybody a drink if you get this right, but if you get it wrong. You owe me the entire night, right? I mean, and there's your there's your little bit of trivia. I just want to suggest to you that if you're, you know, if you wake up uh, in the morning and you don't have anything else to do, you're like Hercule Durkling, which is something that I learned is a thing where you just lay in bed under the covers, but you're looking at your phone. Uh, my wife taught me that the other day. What in the hell? It's, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just, this is what my wife. Okay, mo- moving on in a hurry, Hercule Durkle yeah, with a, your wife a, under the covers. I, I'm going to move on in a no, hurry. No, no, right? I said so, when you wake up and you just lay in bed. And you see, he shoots, he scores. Go uh, ahead. I, I would just suggest, just go to Baseball Reference that's a and look <laughs> and look up some very Bond stats because they're incredible. <laughs> he got on base over 60% okay, moving, of the time in 2004. No! 60% of the time. And that man's not in a Hall of Fame. I mean, it's, it's, 60. It's absolutely That's not insane. an OPS. That's an on-base percentage. 60% yeah. of the time. 
That, right, that's I'm what Jim's going to do for I'm you. Right? And, and then on another note, congratulations to all the kids out there because right now EA College football is coming back. Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler will be the, on, on the call along with Reese Davis, and every college athlete can opt in to have their name, image, likeness in the game. College football is coming back, EA Sports, for 600 But They will get, if they opt in, $600. And a free game. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, uh, you, you take me back to 1992 when Bill Walsh College Football Sega PlayStation came out. That added a year of college to my career. And it was a career of six and a half years of undergrad. That, I mean, I have not picked up the sticks amber since. This is, to me, if, if I'm a college athlete, I'll take a free six hundo and the free game. And to have my name, I don't care if you're the, the biggest star in college football or a walk-on. You take the money, take the game, and you are in the game where pro players are playing you, meaning they are on the sticks and they are to go last year, Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix. I think it's really cool. It's back. Otherwise, they'll just be playing some player without your your without name a name and just it, a number without your name and without your likeness. It'll just be a player with your number essentially uh, yep. for your team. I think it's very cool. Obviously, it's cool that the kids actually get paid for this thing now, which they should have always gotten paid because it was always EA and everybody else and the teams themselves making money off of their name, image, and likeness in these video games, but they themselves were never compensated before NIL. So it's cool that they're compensated. Obviously, 600 bucks doesn't necessarily sound like a lot when we're talking about compensation that goes up into the millions for some of these guys with NIL. But the reason for it is because also there ain't no competition. So if you don't opt into this thing, it's like, all right, but now you're just not in a video game, right? So like, if you want to be in a video game... The player game still has your number on it and your, yeah, your skill set, you just ain't getting paid for it. Right. Like we all know so it's you. Be, right. And Take EA's like, all right, it'd be cool to have you. But, I mean, yeah. So, if you want to be included and immortalized in this way, we'll give you 600 bucks for it. We'll give you a free game for it. So, no, it's not a ton. I think it's super cool, though. Obviously, those video games were a big deal for all of us. Now, James knows because... I do call people who play video games nerds, particularly James Steele when he does it. Anything with James Steele, I tend to describe as nerdy. Ghostbusters, you know, wrestling, the Kansas City Chiefs are now nerdy. Whatever it is that I can make nerdy for James Steele. I'm I'm, I'm with James on those, but go ahead. I will say. Everything, just everything about me is nerdy. Just anything, any beards, you know, whatever. Uh, But... Uh, When it comes to video games, I will say, I will say, sports video games to me, less nerdy for some reason than regular video games. I don't know what I'm doing there. (laughs) Like EA Sports, if you're playing that today, not that nerdy. You have been so distracted since your husband who has the flu refused to make the bed with sheets that were in the dryer. Well, hold on. He doesn't still have the flu because that would be a good excuse of him not making. Never. I was trying to help the brother out. He was in the emergency room yesterday. He was there. There we go. It was food poisoning. That we, uh, yeah, that was a, that's a fun time, you know, spending eight hours in the hospital. It's a good time. Coming up next, Not game night with Q Myers and Emmett Golden. I don't know if they wear sheets on their bed or if they use them or not. We'll find out next here on ESPN Radio. No!